Death is part of life. It's a part of being a creature. Everything dies. Every creature gets a certain allotment of time and then it's over. When a dog dies, that's it, the end. When cats die, so ends the story. Slugs, lizards, bacteria, etc. There's life and then there's not. There are, however, two exceptions to this rule. The first are the angels. They're creatures, they're created beings, God made them, but they don't die because they're purely spiritual, so they don't die, they don't have kids, they don't eat, and so on. And the other exception, well, it's us, people. People are a little more complicated. We're physical and spiritual, and yes, our physical bodies will die, but that isn't the end of the story. We go on. And Jesus makes that clear when addressing a question some Sadducees threw at him. Now, to get the context, it might help to know that the Sadducees were a sect of Judaism that didn't believe in a resurrection of the body. And so they asked Jesus a hypothetical question about a woman whose husband dies, who then goes on to marry his brother, who then dies. So she marries the next brother, who dies, and over and over again for a total of seven marriages to seven brothers. And their question is, and they must have felt pretty smug about it, Now, the resurrection, whose wife will that woman be? For all seven had been married to her. See, they figured that they had Jesus trapped in their little logic puzzle. In their minds, Jesus was cornered. Either the woman was married to seven guys in the afterlife or an afterlife adulterer. So, ha, there must not be an afterlife. Take that, Jesus. Now, predictably, Jesus isn't trapped by their super awesome logic puzzle. He replies, Those who are deemed worthy to attain to the coming age and to the resurrection of the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. They can no longer die, for they're like angels, and they are the children of God because they're the ones who will rise. A couple points. Jesus absolutely confirms that there's a resurrection and a coming age. And in that coming age, well, people will be different. You'll still be you, but you'll be a perfected you. Never hungry, never sick, never in need of anything, because in Christ you'll have everything. And even marriage, while completely awesome in this life, well, it won't be necessary in the life to come. Marriage, like all the sacraments, is a taste of the goodness that is to come. And like all the sacraments, well, it won't be part of the resurrected life. We won't need the sacraments in the resurrection because we'll be united fully to Christ. The marriage is a sacrament, and like all the sacraments, it's a revelation of Christ. And St. John Paul II teaches that the union between a man and a woman is an imaging of the Trinity. We gain insight into the divine threefold person of God through the unitive and the procreative aspect of marriage. We learn, gain insight into, and hopefully teach selfless love through marriage. But it's just a shadow of the selfless love of God. It's just a glimpse. In the life to come, we'll fully know what it is to be loved and to love selflessly. Will we miss marriage? I don't think so. I mean, hopefully, in living out our marriages for holiness, we'll be together with our spouses and children. We'll still know and love each other, but that love will be perfected in the love of Christ. And, and I'll be honest, I, I can't fully explain how it all works. I'm not there yet. And so, when I think of heaven and life to come, I tend to fall back on C.S. Lewis's description in The Last Battle, the climax of the Chronicles of Narnia. The new one, Narnia, was a deeper country. Every rock and flower and blade of grass looked as if it meant more. And I can't describe it any better than that. If you ever get there, you'll know what I mean. It was the unicorn who summed up what everyone was feeling. I've come home at last. This is my real country. I belong here. This is the land I've been looking for all my life, though I never knew it until now. 
The reason we love the old Narnia is that it sometimes looked like this. Yeah, I think the life to come will feel a little like that. This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.